0: Hello and welcome to Follow the Pharynx, a blog made by me, Steph, about our travels and living an England life. Um, if you can't tell already, I am quite ill, caught a cold, that's what traveling through three planes and three train rides will do to you. So bear with me. I'm talking as loud as I can right now. I realized on my last upload that my voice was really quiet. So I'm trying to talk louder, but also I'm sick. So anyways, on this episode, uh, I'm talking about what we ate in Prague. Super fun. Starting off with my weekly bits and bobs. The word of the week is beshibini meaning flawless in Czech, which I did not say this word flawlessly. Story to come. Recipe of the week is Topla Cocolada. Don't know how to say that either. Um, a European-style hot chocolate. Story on that to come below also. Um... My current read, I am back to the seven half deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. I left it behind on my trip because it's too big to bring in my backpack, but now I am continuing the read. Uh, latest hike. So, we actually did this hike uh, before we left on our trip to Italy and Prague, and I'm calling it the Tours Extravaganza on Boxing Day. So, we did this with our neighbors, Roger and Kath, and their kids were in town. Um, yeah, we hiked for four and a half hours. We did, we started at Bellstone, which is a little village inside the Dartmoor Park. Um, and we hit up Bellstone Tour, Higher Tour, Oak Tour, East Mill Tour, and Row Tour. And then we walked down to the valley where everybody except me and son, Isaac, who are the only sane people, everybody else took a dip in the icy river, (laughs) Um, including Micah, so if you want the video on that, hit me up, I will share it with you. Then we circled back to the nine sisters, which I think is, uh, Micah's probably gonna roll his eyes at me, but this is like a tiny version of Stonehenge essentially. Um yeah, the hike took around four and a half hours and we stopped a lot at the top of each tour for cake and coffee. Roger loves Lord of the Rings, so there was a lot of good second breakfast jokes, and yeah, it was a good time. There's some photos on the blog if you care to see. Wildlife spotted in Prague were a lot of white speckled pigeons, which I remembered from my last time there, but had totally forgotten about until I saw them. Really pretty. Um, Alright, on to the actual blog post. Woohoo! What we ate in Prague sorry i'm so sick um on january 3rd 2024 micah and i said arrivederci to our lovely italian crew and took flight to destination number three prague this is my favorite city in europe so far Um, a must-see for its architectural beauty good eats and fabulous culture the last time we were here was nearly seven years ago on the final leg of our honeymoon backpacking trip such sweet mems. To be honest, Micah and I didn't do much this time in Prague. We hit up the art museum, but it was just okay, in my opinion. Wouldn't necessarily recommend it. What we did enjoy was eating a lot of good food and drinking a lot of good coffee. I think we were both feeling the impending return to work and school and wanting to lean into vacation life as much as possible in these last couple days. So, here's a list of our indulgences. If you've never planned to visit Prague, this list might be useless to you or it might just change your mind. We'll see. First stop, Creperie Miraculum. Incredible gluten-free crepes. We shared two, a bacon and gruyere and an apple and crème fraîche. The presentation was insane and the lady serving us was so nice. I seriously love Eastern European mom vibes. It's hard to describe unless you've been here. Um, At the end of the meal, I looked up how to say flawless in Czech and tried to say this to her. She did not understand me, so I had to show her the word Google gave me on the phone. She smiled, gave me a nice arm squeeze, said thank you, and walked away laughing. I hope that word actually means flawless and she was just laughing at my pronunciation. Um, Next up, Miner's Coffee. God was gracious to us, y'all. We arrived at our second Airbnb to find a five-star coffee shop attached to the same building. After the disappointing coffee situation in Milan, this place healed my soul. (laughs) We had gloriously strong and rich Americanos here two mornings in a row. Amazing. Another coffee shop, Oliver's Coffee Cup. I had to come here purely for the name. I still miss my cat, okay? I spent several hours of solitude here while Micah explored the city. Micah thought this was hilarious, reminding me that last time we came to Prague, the first thing I wanted to do was have alone time at a coffee shop. Something about this city makes you just want to curl up and drink something warm. It's a whimsical, cozy Prague thing that just needs to be experienced. Oliver's is located in Winston's Lost Square. With a view of both the Natural History Museum and the Good King W. himself in statue form. Coffee quality unknown because I got two thick hot chocolates and made Micah order one for himself when he came to pick me up. They were that good. Third stop. I can't say this. Uh, China Spiz. Baba, China Spiz. Something like that. En route to the art museum, there was suddenly a massive gluten-free-this-way sign, and I obeyed the command to follow. Down a dark alley, following the arrows through a few more turns, and we found this gem. I got amazing, squishy, chewy bread here, and of course, a donut. The first picture Micah took of me with the donut, we both laughed so hard because we didn't realize there was an advertisement behind me of a mostly naked woman on a beach. I was like, that cannot go on the blog, (laughs) and we tried again. There is the photo. If you all aren't following along with the blog as you're listening to me, you should be, because there's some good... Food photos in here for my foodies. All right. Paprika. This place. We ate here twice. The same guy was on the till on night two and definitely laughed at us. It was so cheap and delicious and completely gluten free, except the pita bread. We originally intended on getting dumplings for one of our meals here. It's a Prague thing. They're so good. Um, We still plan to try this restaurant that I'm not even going to try to say. So I can't pronounce um they offer them they offer the dumplings gluten-free we're gonna try them on our next visit but honestly neither of us regret eating mediterranean two nights in a row the hummus the tahini the falafel mm, I'm drooling other you can't come to Prague and not get a chimney cake Micah did this I didn't quite make it to the one place that was gluten-free but was happy with my donut. We also walked through the Christmas market in Old Town one night and Micah devoured a nice big hot dog covered in sauerkraut. I told him to do it for all the celiacs that can't. Meanwhile, I got the best potato chips of my life. They were fried right in front of me and the ketchup this side of the world is so much better. It's like sweeter? I can't really describe it. Anyways, I was in heaven with those potato chips. The ketchup made me miss the pizza I used to eat in Serbia. It was always topped with a sweet ketchup. It sounds gross, but it tastes amaz- amazing. My Serbian people, where are you at? That's what's up. Um, yeah, uh, to end this blog episode, I never really know what to call this audio portion. I'll just share a fun little England train snafu that we had at the end of our trip. So we flew back to London from Prague and caught a train to Exeter. Trains here are notorious for delays, mainly due to flooding on the tracks. This, however, was not the reason for our delay. 90 minutes into our 120-minute journey, or what was supposed to be a 120-minute journey, the conductor got on the speaker and boldly said, Everyone, I am terribly sorry, but I just realized we've been going the complete wrong direction. We're now turning around. No word on how long the delay might be, probably because he didn't want passengers to riot. In the end, the delay was only a couple of hours, and after being briefly annoyed, we were able to laugh at how ridiculous the whole thing was. Props to the conductor who had the guts to tell 200 passengers they were indefinitely delayed due to a massive error on his part. He could have just lied and said there was flooding on the road, I mean on the tracks, but he boldly owned his choices. Here's hoping you have people in your life as honest as the bumbling conductor stuff p.s for those wondering how it went hosting fellow international students on christmas day please see the photos on my blog (laughs) micah took everyone on a hike in our backwoods while i cooked then we ate julius roberts epic tarragon chicken this was my first time making roast chicken so it turned out okay but i want to try it again with more tarragon and maybe a better pan i don't know um delicious miso broth and minced meat brought by our friends and we topped it off with this legendary plum cake that is linked in my blog you all need to try making it it was so good um yeah it was great hosting new friends it was a good time so anyways check out those little photos that I have and once you see the photo of the plum cake you are going to want to make it immediately even if you're on like a new year's diet you're going to need to go make it immediately okay that's all I have to say ta-ta See you next week. Cheerio. Bye.